0: Up to the two dots and Daf Tzadi Aleph Ahmed Aleph. Baruch Hashem, it doesn't seem to be such a difficult Daf because it was there was very little time to prepare last night. So the Gemara says Daf Tzadi Aleph Ahmed Aleph about. No, no, no. I'm sorry to start Tzadi I apologize. Tzadi Bays Ahmed Aleph. The two dots is it's a very similar outline. Three lines into the page. Okay, so the Mishnah and this is a very interesting um, like. Uh, like a lumdish suya, not not complicated, but just how you perceive things. The Mishnah said that if you marry based on one witness, yeah. So if you marry based on one witness and then the husband shows up, although we, we're super strict with her, divorce, all that stuff, she does not have to bring a carbon. But if you marry based on two witnesses, you do. What's the difference? Now, the reason why you have to bring a carbon when you marry based on two witnesses is because although it's not your fault and it was a mistake, you still didn't have error, right? She still committed adultery. You have to atone for that sin, right? Shoy bring a carbon. But when you marry based on one, based on one witness, you don't have to bring a carbon. Why? Because it's called heiras bezdin. The masech is heirius. For anyone who's never learned it, it's a very short masechta. The basic premise of the masechta is that when bezdin paskins incorrectly and you follow them they have to bring a carbon, not you. It's not your fault, you listen to Besdin. So our mission is saying that if you marry based on one witness, then you don't have to bring a carbon because you, you follow the Hirah of Besdin, Says the Gemara... Did we, ever, um, did we ever discuss if she had a PI and he found nothing? no uh, because I don't, I don't know what it means the private investigator i'm not sure at what point will Hazal be happy it could be Hazal will say if he shows up then your pi was incompetent i, I don't know it, it's it's also hard to know because it's a very hard thing to know exactly what the details of what's required from her i just know that they're not happy about if he shows up, they're just not happy with her. That, that much I know. So the Gemara says Amr iri less lamasnisan middatani be'midrasha. Ziriy says although the Mishnah says that she does not have to bring a carbon, we don't pass like the Mishnah because of the brisa. Meaning there's a brisa that would indicate not like the Mishnah. We're going to follow the brisa. What's the brisa? Datani be'midrasha. Hayru bezdin Okay, well, let me explain. And this is again, it's a very subtle. It's very subtle. It's sort of how you look at things. If Bezin paskins incorrectly, you don't have to bring a carbon. So, what's an example of Bezen paskining incorrectly? For whatever reason, Bezen gets up and says, "Hey, this Shabbos, you're allowed to be mechal Shabbos." They made a cheshbin, they had a shtickel Torah that Shabbos no, so you don't have to keep Shabbos. Complete mistake. You're mechal Shabbos, you don't have to bring a carbon. They'll cover you. But says the B'raisa, what if instead of them paskining that you're allowed to be mechal Shabbos, they 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 were told someone testified in front of them that it was sunset already. Meaning they they thought Shabbos was over. They look outside. Bezdin, someone goes over to Bezdin and says, "Hey, hey can I can I uh, do Havdala now?" And they look outside. It's super dark. And they're like, yeah, okay. it seems dark. Go ahead. And then of course the sun clears up, and you realize it was just a storm. And the person was Michal Shabbos. The Brisa says that's not considered Ross Bezdin. They didn't paskin. It's not a pesach of Bezdin, It's that Bezdin was was trying to clarify a mitzvah, a reality. And that mis- and that was a mistake. So it's a, it's a subtle difference. There's a difference between a psak. If Bezdin paskins something incorrectly, then you don't you don't you, then you don't have to bring a carbon. But if, if instead of paskining, they were just under false pretenses and they were just clarifying the reality, but it's not their psak. Meaning, if they tell you right, if you go over to Bezdin right and 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 and, they, and you say is Shabbos over and they go over some what what time is it and the guy's like it's eight o'clock. So, okay, well, eight o'clock Shabbos is over. They're not posking Shabbos is over. They're just saying, well, if it's eight o'clock, Shabbos is over. If that guy was mistaken, that's not a. Th- th- you you have to bring a carbon because you can't say you relied on Bezdin. Bezdin did not poskin for you. They were just saying, if this is the information we have, then you on your own can figure it out. You don't need our p'sak. So the Gemara says, Bezdin If Bezdin was told you that, hey, it's sunset already, meaning they they looked outside and thought that it was Matzei Shabbos, so you go home, you drive home, and then you find out that the sun cleared, the sky cleared up, and you realize it was just a storm, a that's not a Pesach of Bezim, it's not Paschening Shabbos is over, they're just telling you, listen, based on what it seems like, Shabbos is over, it's not a Pesach, it's a Tos, it's a mistake of of the Metzius, they were mistaken about the but that's not a Pesach, again, it's very subtle. To understand exactly when it's applied or when it's not but the gemara says so too over here in this case they're not paskining, right what happened over here one witness comes forward in front of bezin and says the husband died so bezin says okay so you can marry turns out the husband showed up so he said well you you listen to bezin so you don't have to bring a He says, bezin didn't paskin the husband's dead bezin just said if what this guy is saying is true you could go we're not paskining that you're mutter. it's not like bezin said mutter Besdin is just saying, listen, if what this guy is telling you, it's like the Besdin goes over. So what time is it? The guy says it's 8 o'clock. So they, they happen to be wrong. That's not a Psak. That's just they were clarifying certain points. You took those points and ran with it. And those points were mistaken. You have to bring a carbon Again, it's very subtle. But the Gemara says that there's a distinction between a Psak of Besdin, where you don't have to bring a carbon if you lie on it when it's mistaken, and a Tos of Besdin. This is called a Tos. That's what Gemara says. now, so, the question now is, in our Mishnah, when one witness comes forward and says that the husband died, and the Bezdin says you could marry, is that a psaq of Bezdin, or is that a toast of Bezdin? The Gemara says it's a toast, and therefore you have to bring a carbon. Rabbi Nachman Hairohi. The Gemara says, Rabbi Nachman disagrees. He says, no. Over there, when you go over to Bezdin, you say, what time is it? And they say 8 o'clock, and they're told it's 8 o'clock at night, so Shabbos is over. They're not passing the Shabbos over because they don't have to pass the Shabbos over. Shabbos is over at 7.30. Once 7.30 hits, Shabbos is over. You don't need Pesach of Bezdin. Over here, when Bezdin... Over here you have one witness that comes forward. One witness is generally not relied upon. For Bezdin to say that you could remarry based on the one witness, that's not just like, oh, they clarify that the husband's dead. They paskin that you could be Seymach on one witness. They look at it as more Pesach. This is more a bit of ambiguous than when Shabbos ends. Because Shabbos ends at a certain time. You don't need Bezdin to create the end of Shabbos. Shabbos ends at 7.30. Now, Bezden told you it's 7.30. Okay, that that was a mistake on their part, but that's not a psaac. Over here, it's like, yes, when can a woman remarry when her husband dies? So, oh, so Bezden didn't and the husband died. Bezden just said, well, if this guy is saying, the husband died, you could remarry. The difference is, Shabbos ends at 7.30 automatically. This, they were saying, this Eid Echad is Nemon, which he's not normally. That's a psaac. So Rabbi Nachman looks at him more as a psaac as opposed to a tos. Again, it's a very subtle... You back and forth. And the Gemara now is going to try to bring proofs back and forth of whether it's a toast or whether it's a psak. It's okay, it's very subtle about how you look at it. The Gemara says, Rabbi Nachman says, I'll prove it to you it's a psaq. Well, normally we don't say mecha But now we do. Why? Because Bezin is poskening. You could have listened to an eid echa. That's a psak. That's not a, that's not a, a reality uh, clarification. That's a psak. Rubba says the opposite. No, it's a mistake. Why? I'm going to read this and I'll explain it outside. I'll prove it to you. It's a toast and not a sack. Why? Let's say you have a, a piece of meat. Yeah. You go to the and they say, based on their shikil tajres, the kava they say the meat is okay. They pask it's okay. Straight up sak. Then, one Bezden member goes up to the other and he says, I actually have a reason why it's asr. So they gave reason A why it's motor. All of a sudden, reason B is that it's asr. They say, now it's asr. Two minutes later, they say, you know what? We're going to go back to reason A. That's not valid. They can't do that. That's not, that's not a valid argument. If, if I give you a reason why it's motor and then I... I prove that that reason is wrong, I can't just be like, ah, I'm going to go back. It, does, it doesn't make sense, right? In Psach, it doesn't work. If I tell you there's a reason why it's Usr, and then I tell you 10 minutes later, that's not a good reason, it's motor. I can't go 10 minutes later and say, you know what? Uh, look, look, we just go back to the first thing. Let me go back to the first thing. I'm going to go back to the first thing. Because you disagreed with it. You disproved it in Halacha. But when it comes to a woman being dead or alive, husbands being dead or alive, it's exactly what's happening, right? One witness comes forward, Says he he's dead. What does Bezdin say? He's dead. Mutter. Two witnesses come forward. They say he's actually alive. So we say, well, two beats one. He's he's dead. One more witness comes. and He says, no, 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 he's dead. They'll be like, all right, back to dead. They're able to go back and forth, ping, bang, 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 without any change in rationale. That's not a Psaac. If it was a Psaac, you couldn't do that. If you gave a Psaac that something's Mutter and then and then you, you, someone had a Shiloh, you're like, oh, it's a good time. Okay, fine, it's probably awesome. And then 10 minutes later, you're like, yeah, well, can we just go back to the mutter thing? Amen. All right, you couldn't do that because in psak it doesn't work like that. But that's exactly what happens when it comes to testimony about death. One guy says oh, the husband's dead, you say, fine, the husband's dead. Two guys come forward and say, no, the husband's alive. Okay, the husband's alive. One guy will come forward and said, no, no, actually his husband's dead. Okay, fine, now it's two against two. We could go back to the husband being dead. No change in svara. Why? Because your brain's not operating at this point. It's just clarifying the reality. If enough people say he's dead, we can rely on it. That shows that it's not a psak, it's a tos. In which case, because it's not a psak, you have to bring a carbon. Okay. So the Mishnah, basically, the Mishnah says that you don't have to bring a carbon because you're relying on the psak of Bezdin, if they're mistaken. And now we're saying, no, it could be that it's actually a tos of Bezdin and you do have to bring a carbon. So the Gemara says, Rav Lezer also holds <laughs> its a tos, meaning... And you have to bring a karbon. Rabbi Yezah says in such a situation where you paskin based on one witness and then uh, Bezdin's paskin is based on one witness, the husband's dead and the husband shows up. Let's carve through the mountain, meaning let's let's look into this halacha. You have to bring a carbon. Meaning you can't rely on Bezdin Because it's not a psak. it's a tos. You, to, you have to rely on Bezdin. And you have to bring a carbon. If you feel that it's a toast, that's why you have to bring a carbon. But if you actually believe that Bezdin is a hero, that Bezdin gave up Sak, what do you have to bring a carbon for? You don't have to bring a karma when you relied on bezin. So the fact that Rabeliazar says he has to bring a karma means he doesn't pass like our mission, he passes like the Braissa. So Gemara says, Bezin Maybe Yezer disagrees with the whole premise. Meaning maybe maybe actually holds that it's a psac, but he holds that when you passkin based on bezin, you have to bring a karma. Meaning, instead of saying that he's looking at it as a toast as opposed to a psac, that's why he holds you have to bring a carbon. Maybe he disagrees with the entire premise. Maybe he actually believes that it is a car that it is a psock, but he believes that when you passkin based on bezin, you have to bring a karma, not like our Mishnah, not like anybody. Maybe he has just a completely radical uh, view. The answer is no, it can't be because my Yaakov Adinah Sahar. Lashon Yaakov Adinah Zahar means carve through the mountain, meaning look into this. That's his way of saying, I believe that you're listening to Bezdin, but you have to look into it further, meaning it's a toast of Bezdin. It's not a Psak of Bezdin. Yaakov Adinah means that I'm working within your rationale. I'm just saying delve deeper. Like if he just had a completely different shita, like uh, he held like Rabbeinu mind, like completely out of the box, he wouldn't say Yaakov Adina he would just say Heshita. The fact that he says Yaakov Ad-Din-Sahar means that I agree with you, that you're listening to Bezin, but yeah. penetrate further, meaning look into it, realize you're missing something. It's not a psak, it's a toast. Okay, now, new sugya. the Mishnah said, that let's say Bezin, right, let's go with the Mishnah, yeah? If Bezin paskins that she could remarry, and then she does, and the husband shows up, she does not have to bring a carbon because we're listening to Bezin. But then the Mishnah says, but if instead of remarrying, she does an avera, she does have to bring a carbon. So as I said, when we did the mission, what's an example. She's an almana and she marries a kayin gadol. She has to bring a carbon. Why? Why can't she say, I listen to Bezdin? Because peasant never said to do a sin. Peasant said you could remarry. They never said you could do an avera by remarrying. So of course you can't rely on Bezdin for that. So what does it mean to do an avera? So again, I mentioned it's almana l'kayin gadol. It's a chayvei lavin relationship. I mean, if she married a chayvei lavin. After Bezdin said that you're free to remarry, she married a Chayvi Lavin. And of course, she has to bring a carbon. She can't say, I'm listening to Bezdin, because Bezdin, under no circumstance, ever said you could do such a thing. The Gemara actually says there's a second sheet as to what it means. My Kalkala, what does it mean that she sinned? Rev. Lezer Oymer Zinsa. Rev. actually says she was Mazana, she got a boyfriend. Meaning, when a guy and a girl live together, yeah, you don't bring a carbon for that. It's an Avera, it's not a good thing, but when a guy, assuming she was a Islamic for whatever, it's a guy and a girl living together, it's, it's, it's Nus, it's not a good thing you don't bring a carbon. In this case, though, says Rebbe, Lez, it was Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Lezer says that if Bezdin said that you could remarry, and then she goes and gets a boyfriend, and lives together in sin, you have to bring a carbon. Why? Because that's a flagrant, like, you're sort of like using Bezdin's words against him. Like, we said that you could remarry, and we said you're not married anymore, and are you're, you're a widow. And now you're using that, to to have a to live in wedlock to have a sin with your boyfriend no you have to bring a carbon it's a chiddush because by the way you could say she could say listen you told me I'm single so I'm single I'm doing inappropriate things that single people do but no we're saying no you have to bring a carbon that's a chiddush Rav Yechoran says a lesser he says no what, what it means is she remarried in sin okay the bigger meaning, if the bigger chiddush is Zinsa. if you hold that she has to bring a carbon for his nos, then of course you have to bring. I meaning, the question is basically, you have to bring a carbon whenever you're you're showing a tremendous amount this is not a disrespect to what the, to the what the bezdin paskin. So when you remarry based on iser, uh, of course you have to bring a carbon because no way Bezdin signed off on that. The bigger chiddush is to say that you have to bring a carbon when you live with your boyfriend in sin, because you could argue, you told me I'm single, so I'm, I'm just. Meaning when you marry an Amon HaTakayin you can never rely on Bezdin for that. No way Bes, you could turn to Bezdin and say, listen, uh, you told me I could remarry, because no Bezdin in the world would ever say you could marry Amon HaTakayin Gadol. But the Chiddush is, that when she lives with her boyfriend, she has to bring a car, but because then she could say, listen, I, you know, you told me I'm single, so I'm, I'm just listening to you. That, that's a, a Shtickl Chiddush. You told me I'm single, so I'm just listening to you. That's why it's a chiddush. We have a b'raith that backs up a b'raith that the case of the Mishnah, when she remarries, is she remarries a chayvei laven. Not z'nos, it's when she remarries a chayvei laven, because the b'raith says, if a bezin paskins that she's single and she could remarry, and she sins, but it speaks out what's the sin, yeah, Chayev is carbon, and bia Ubiya, div says that she has to bring a carbon for every time they live together. Okay? Kham Oimrim, carbon alcohol. kham say we agree you have to bring a carbon, but it's one carbon for the entire relationship. Although they argue about whether you have to bring one carbon for the relationship or one carbon for each act, if she were to marry five different men, she would have to bring five different carbonos. Okay. Now, the Mishnah is a little bit tricky. You just have to hold cup. And then the second Ahmed um, is quite easy. The Mishnah says like this. We're not accustomed to thinking of it like this. We just assume that Yivam is where you died without children, never having a child. That's the more common occurrence. But the truth is, if they had a child and then the child died and then the husband died, you would also have to do Yivam because at the end of the day, the husband died without children. Um, so, hey, Gavin. <coughs> The Mishnah says like this, <laughs> You have a woman whose husband and son went on a trip. The husband and son went on a trip, and they both died. Yeah. Now, the order of death is very important, right? Because if the husband died first, leaving the child alive, and then the child died, let's say they were in a car accident, and then from the injuries they died 10 minutes apart. If the husband died first, then the child, there's no Yibam. Because when the husband died, he had a child living. The fact that the child died 10 minutes later is irrelevant. If the child died first, and then the husband, there is Yibam. So the wife really needs to know what happened. She's got to hear testimony, again, on the order of death, because she's got to know whether she has to do Yibam or not. So the case is like this. A wife whose husband and son went to travel and she was told that your husband died first and then your son died the husband died and then the son yeah so meaning from the testimony she's receiving husband died first then the son no yibum, right from her testimony from what she's hearing no yivam so what does she do she goes marry someone else Vinicius, so she marries uh, a guy and then they clarified it was a mistake and what actually happened was it was the opposite meaning the son died first then the husband so she should actually do Yibim. so she married wait, she married someone else when she should have married the Yobam which is a Chai Lavin what's the Halacha? Tetzay uh, she has to divorce the husband and all children that she had from that relationship both before she found out and after she found out, it's a mamzer. Why? Because this mission is following Rebekah Kiva Shita, and Chayveh Lavin creates a mamzer. So this is Chayveh Lavin, and it creates a mamzer. What about the opposite case? Amrullah Meis Bincha Ve'achach Meis Balecha is much more dangerous. Right. She was told that the kid died first, and then the husband, so she did yivum. So she married her brother in law. Then she finds out, no, you should not have married your brother in law. you actually, the, the, the husband died first, and it was not a case of evil. So that's straight up Mamzer. That's like Mamzer according to everybody, because that's Chavi Krisos. That's. But all the children are Mamzer, meaning. Rishon and Akron, by the way, means it's the same husband. It just means before you found out and after you found out. Like all the children from before you found out, and if you stayed with him, all the children you had after you found out is a Mamzer. But this is pretty posh, because it's Chavi Krisos. Mishnah goes on weiter. Stop. A guy, she finds out her husband died. So she remarries. No, stop, she remarries. And then they find out, they say, actually, he's alive. They say like this. Okay, this is the case. January, she finds out her husband died. She remarries three months later. Let's go January. Forget about the three months, just to make it easy. She remarries January stays with the guy for a year. Two months later, the witness is like, your husband is dead. So it's like the good news and bad news, your husband is dead. But he did not die in January. He died in May. So there was like a half a year where you were actually committing adultery. But now he's dead. So the halakha is harisha and mamzer and mamzer. The question is, is the child a mamzer? Well, it depends. If you had the child when your husband was still alive, during those six months, any pregnancy from those six months is a mamzer. The, the living together after your husband died, not a mamzer anymore. So it just depends on when... you got to figure that out. You understand? So we go point to when she became pregnant or we'll when she was conceived? Pregnancy. pregnancy. So the fact that the husband dies a year later, it fixes the course six months later? It fixes, it fixes the from then on. She could stay with the guy. Oh, uh, no, she might have to redo Kedushin because... The Kadusha was probably not typhus at that time, but it's not a mamzer. She would have to redo the ceremony because the original ceremony, she was a married woman. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't take effect. But but, but the children that she has from then on is not a mamzer because her husband's dead. You understand? Last case, Armala Mesbaleka. They tell you that the husband died. So we had in the previous Mishnah that if she remarries and the husband shows up, right? She has to leave both. But instead of living with the second guy, she was just Niskadcha. Let's say, right, so the previous Mishnah, she re- remarries based on one witness, marries a dude, original husband shows up, you have to leave both. What if instead of marrying the second guy, she just did Kedushin to the second guy? No sin, just Kedushin. Which is not typhus, by the way, because she was married. Just did Kedushin, then the original husband shows up, the halacha, she can go back. Why? And even if the second guy gives a get, which he doesn't have to, loyip paslam in a because the get's not really necessary. Meaning those all those stringencies that we had in the previous Mishnah is when they actually live together. Over here they just did Kadushan. So because they just in did the internet, there's no Averu being done. We'll, we'll just let it go. Go back to the first husband. No need for a get. If he gives a get, the get is not effective, and she's not puzzled kahuna. Um, how do I know this? Because Darushra ben Masya Yisha Grusha Meisha Valay me, isha, me isha, isha A get only works if it's given by the husband. Over here you're talking about a get given by the second guy. The second guy's not the husband. So if it's rabbinically required, that's one thing. Over here, it's not required, and the guy—it's equivalent of you just giving a get to a random woman. It's, it's not going to have any effect halach. Okay, a few more lines, and then we'll uh, a very easy circuit for the rest of the dach. My rishon and my It said that in the first case, where um, very important to remember, it's, the case is not that important. But remember, she has a son and a husband. They both died, and the order is very important. So she was originally told that the. Husband died first, so there's no yivam. But then it was actually mistaken, so there should have been yivam. So she married someone else instead of marrying the yivam, which is Chive lavin. So it said harishon and achron mamzer. The first and second son are mamzer. What does that mean? It sounds like there's like two different husbands, but like what does that mean? So as I said when I did in the Mishnah, rishon and achron means before finding out and after finding out, but same 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 third guy. So the Gemara speaks it out. My rishon, my achron. Rishon Pashtus, Rishon and Achron, is the same husband, it's just before she found out that she should have done Yivam, and after she found out she should have done Yivam. Then listening to Havlad Mamzer, the question is, why do you have to say a Rishon and Achron? Rishon and Achron in Mishnayis implies two different husbands, right? She marries one guy, and then she marries a second guy. Her Rishon Mamzer, the kids from the first relationship, and Achron is the second relationship. Rishon and Achron always imply two different men. But over here, it's the same husband. So why are you saying Rishon and Achron? So the Gemara says, you're right. We could have done, just said, child is a mamzer. We did Rishon and Achron because of the second case in the Mishnah where there were two different husbands. So we said, okay, we, we picked that. The Gemara says, "Because in the second case of the Mishnah, where where she finds out that the husband Taka died, but died later, so we said the Rishon, the first kid, is a Mamzer, the second kid is not a Mamzer. There, it actually you had to word it that way. So we we just kept the entire Mishnah with the same syntax. Okay. Now the case of the Mishnah, and this is what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the Daf." The case of the Mishnah is where she married someone when it turns out she should have done Yibam, which is Chayvei Lavin. So we said it's a Mamzer. So as I said when we did the Mishnah, this is following Rebekiva Shita, that there's Mamzer from Chayvei Lavin. So speaks it out. This Mishnah was also by Rebekiva. She Omer in from Chayvei Because he holds kedushin is not typhus from a Chayvei Lavin. So therefore you have a Mamzer from a Chayvei Lavin. The Chum say there's no such a mamzer from uh, such a relationship. Again, this is a relationship where you should have done Yivam, but you married someone else. That's Chayve Lavin. The Mishnah said there's a mamzer. The Chachamim say there's no mamzer from such a relationship. There's no mamzer from uh, marrying someone when you should have done Yivam. Now, a small little, like a ha'orah. The Chachamim say Ein mamzer why don't they just say there's no mamzer from Chayve Lavin? Ravakiva holds there's a mamzer from Chayvei Lavan, all Chayvei The Chavim disagree. They say there is no mamzer from Chayvei but that's not what they say. They say there's no mamzer from this case. Why? Because it's Chayvei So just say there's no mamzer from Chayvei Lavan. So the answer is, there's actually three shitas, if you remember this. there's The shita that holds there's no mamza from Chavi There's a shita hold of Kiva, there's always mamza from Chayvei And then there's shita called Tanevay Kiva, which we've had a couple times, and that is some chayvei have mamzer, some don't. It depends if you're related to them. There's chayvei Lavin that you're related to, and then there's chayvei Lavin you're not related to. Like, I'll give an example. Um, chayvei Lavin that you're related to is if you marry a man, a, a, a woman who your father raped. So there's biological relation. That's a chayvei lavin that you're related to. Then there's chayvei lavin you're not related to. Like this case, a yevama. It's not, it's no. whatever, it's just, you married a guy instead of doing evil. The person that you married is not related to. It's not chavi Lavin relationship. It's, it's just chavi The chachamim, this chacham of this brisa is the middle shita. So they didn't want to say there's no chavi. There's no there's no mamzer from chavi because some they, they, they hold there is. This shita holds. Again, you got Reva binary, always mamzer. Then there's a shita never mamzer, and then there's toner Revakiva, which is sometimes yes, sometimes not. The this chachamim that say there's no mamzer in this case, it's dafke in this case there's no mamzer, but other chayvel avin there is is because it's following time the that sometimes there's a mamzer, sometimes not. It depends on whether you're related to that mamzer, related to the person that you married. The gemara says, tana the mamzer, So according to time the sometimes there is a mamzer from chayvel avin, sometimes not. So they didn't want to just say there's no mamzer from chayvel avin because it's not it's not so pasha like that. Okay. Amrav um, Yehuda, go to the next page. Amrav um, of Rav. Menayin she'en Kedushin taivsin b'evama. Okay. We paskin, Kedushin is taivsin Lavin. So if you marry a Chayv Lavin, it's a valid marriage that you need a divorce. Rav has a v'chiddush. That's if you marry someone when she should have done yibam. So a woman who's waiting to do yibam and you marry her first, which is a lav, Kedushin is not typhus. This is the exception. Meaning normally Kedushin is typhus, not by this woman. Why? We'll see in a moment. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, loisia This is the law that she's not allowed to marry someone else. She has to do yibum. Leishzar loitehi Sia is a lashon kedushin. T-H-L-B, It's a lashon kedushin. Loisia means there's no kedushin in this case. Meaning this is the exception. All chayi lavin is as kedushin. But this pasuk is telling you this woman is different. Loisia leishzar. She cannot have kedushin. Kedushin is not typhus for this woman. It's the exception. That's Rav Shita. Shmuel, Lama, Shmuel disagrees. He says, Bani tzricha get uh, uh, tzricha get. Shmuel says, I'm not sure whether you're right. Meaning, Rav is darshaning this pasuk to tell you that the pasuk is saying this is the exception. That there's no typhus by such a woman. Again, this is a woman who should have done yiba married someone else. And, 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 and Rav is saying that the way I darsh in the Pasuk is telling you this is the exception. Shmuel is saying, meaning we're, 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 uh, we're impoverished in our minds, meaning we don't know how to darsh in this Pasuk properly. Maybe you're right, maybe you're not right. So because we're not sure, we're going to say that you need a get. I mean, according to Rav, you don't need a get. is not type, of, she can just walk away. If you marry someone who, again, a woman who's supposed to do Yibam, Caducian is not typhus. That's Rob's darshan of the Passock. Shmuel is saying, I don't know if that's the proper way to darshan it, and therefore, I'm going to say misafik you do need. Why? Because he was misafik a al- shmuel. He, he has two different ways to darshan this Passock. Hi, HaMais, could be the way Rob said it, that there's no Caducian typhus, or Loisea could just be the Turkish way of saying there's a lav. And it's like any other Chavilaam The Kedushan is taifus. So Shmuel says, I don't know how to darshan this pasuk. So because I'm not sure, we're going to treat it that uh, Kedushan is taifus. Omr um, le'rav <speaking> mori <in> bar rochel <Hebrew> Shmuel, Shmuel that if a man is Makadish, a woman who should have done Yivam before she did Yivam. In Mekadashir, you need a get. Meaning, Kedushan is typhus, misaafik. Om Ravashi Shmuel. Oh, this is interesting. I'm going to tell you what the Gemara says, and I think if you guys are following, you'll maybe pick up what the problem with this is. According to Shmuel, if you're a Mekaddish, a woman who should have done Yibum, so you have Rachel who should do Yibum, but before she does Yibum, because the Yavam is traveling abroad, you meet her on J-Swipe, you you get married, Shmuel says she needs a get from you. So it says the Gemara like this. Let's say the 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 Yavam that she's supposed to marry is a Kayin. Before she does Yivam, you marry her. According to Shmuel, you need to give her a get. Okay. If you give her... So according to Shmuel, she now needs a get. Now, if she's going to get a get, she can never do Yivam because the Yavam is a Kayin. The most she could do is Chalitza. So the Gemara says, here's what you should do. instead of you divorcing her, so now you lose out on your wife. He can't do yivam anyway because the second you give her a divorce, she's a k- kain. She's just doing chalitza anyway. Instead of do this, let him let him come while you're still married to her. Do chalitza, right? Let him come and just do chalitza, and then and then you could stay together. Meaning, what, right? You marry this woman. You should not have, right? You married her before she did yivam. You definitely should not have done that. Are you ever alive? Understood. According to Shmuel, you need to divorce her now with a get, because Kedushin is typhus. The woman, the person, the motivation to divorce her is because she's supposed to do Yivam. The Yavam is a kayan. If you divorce her anyway, she's not going to be able to do Yivam. What's she going to be able to do? Chalitza. So why divorce her? Right? Why divorce her and make her, and, and then have him do Chalitza? Just have him do Chalitza now while you're married and stay with the guy there's no point what's the point of divorcing her just to, to i understand divorcing her if she's gonna do yibum. yeah i can do yibum anyway just to do chalitza so let's do chalitza now let me stay with her that, that's what gemara says now what's the problem with this the problem is you are incentivizing it's like the boys with the high school right with the they canceled the the cancel the regents because of the mass shooting so it was a joke but a lot of the guys were saying and it was, you're incentivizing shooting, <laughs> because basically you're telling the kids that if there's a mass shooting, you're not going to have to take a region, right? Over here, the problem with this is, you're incentivizing, you're rewarding bad behavior. The guy was makadish a woman, in sin, as a love, And now you're saying, well, you're going to need to get anyway. He's not going to be able to do them, so why should they lose out on their love? They're in love. Let the, the guy just come, do chalits, and let them stay together. So what, so they should get rewarded? We should we should like work it out so that they, they you know, we make it so so easy for them. The Gemara says, Itguri Itgur, they should reward Matsina Khadaniska with you. Why should we accommodate these people? They did a lot. Let them get divorced. Uh, but but then they, they she can't do you anyway, she's just doing Khalitsa. Let them do chalitza them to stay together. Why why should we why should we make it easy for them? Let them get divorced, let him fix what he did wrong, let her do Khalitsa. If they want to get back together again, that's fine. I don't care. And by the way, and if it's a kai, you can never back to, back together. What do I care? Well, why should I? Why should I make it easy for them? So the Gemara says you're right. Rather, um, <speaking in Hebrew> well, you're right. What what we meant is, in this case, if you're a woman before she does yivam, give her a get, and then if the yavam is the Yisrael, let the yavam remarry her. Let him let her do yivam. Meaning, in other words, the Gemara is saying. It's not as much of a chiddish. The Gemara Jasebeg is basically saying is that if the woman before she did yibam married someone else in between and then got divorced, she could still do yibam. Meaning, she she married she married she's supposed to do yibam with John. Before he comes around, she's Makadish, someone else. Now we're saying, Kedushin is taifa, she needs a get. Okay, give her a get, and now she could do yibam with John. Now the reason why this is a stekkel Chiddush is because we're going to see in a moment the Shita of rev I think it's rev yirmiyahu. Rev um, yeah, Rav Hamnuna. Rav Hamnuna's Shita is that a woman who's waiting to do Yivam is like a married woman. And if she lives with someone else, it's like adultery and she can never do Yivam, But we're not we're obviously not following that that approach. The Gemara continues like this. Amra gever, Amra yosef amrav, Yivama, if a Yavama, again, a woman who's supposed to do Yivam, if she's Makadish someone else, we had a Machlechus where the Kedushin is Typhus. Yavama, Kedushin Einba, Kedushin is not Typhus, but Nesu and Yeshba. But if she marries something, if she's Makadish, a random guy, that Kedushin is not not a problem. But if she marries a random guy, then we have a problem. Well, why would that be? I mean, Kedushin is not Typhus, not a problem, but Nesuun is. So the like Gemara says, Yikadushin Einba, Nami Einba. When do we find such a thing that there's no and typhus? Meaning, she's Makadish, a random guy, not a problem. But if she's say she does chupa with a random guy, that's a problem. Well, what, 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 what? that doesn't make any sense. The You're right. Um, we, we mean that Kadushan and Nesuin are nothing. Meaning, if a woman about to do Yibam does Kadushan and Nisuan with another guy, it's not typhus and she can go back to do Yibam. Or another shot, My Nisuan Yesh, but Biznus. Or. Another shot of what we meant, Kedushin is not a problem. But you know what is a problem? If they live together. Why? Because this follows Rav Hamnuna. I mentioned Rav Hamnuna a few minutes ago. Rav Hamnuna's shita is that a woman waiting to do Yivam is like a married woman. And if she lives with someone else, she commits adultery. And she can never do yibum again. So when he said Kedushin is not a problem, but nusuin is, what he meant is, someone gives her a ring and says, hey, that's, not, that's not a big deal. Kedushin is not typist. You live with her? It's like living with a married woman. Never do Yivam again, uh, the relationship is off. Or another is. Or you could actually go with the original shot which is: Kedushin is not typhus, and Kedushin is not a problem, but Nesuin is a problem. Why would soon be a problem? Because Nesuin optically is not good. Meaning, a woman is waiting to do yibum. yeah? She's a third party. Kadusha is not typhus, that's fine. But if instead of just Kadushin, she does Kadushin, marries him, lives with him for two years, then the Yavim shows up, that's a problem. Why? She has to get again. Why? Why does she have to get again? Because it looks really bad. It looks like she, it looks like you basically are just ending marriages without getting. If it's just Kadushin, okay, so people will say there's something wrong with the ceremony. But they're living together for a long time after Kadushin and Chuppah and all that stuff. And now that that, that that you need to get. Okay. Um Amr um, Avyanai b'chabur n'im They Paskin in kedushin types in yivama. There's no kedushin. It's not toivis by yivama. That if a woman does a, 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 a woman waiting to do Yibam is Makadish to marry someone else. Kedushin is not toivis. Amr um, Avyanai Rav Yochanan, Rabbi, loy mishna seinu Okay, so Avyanai pasquin. Avyanai says that they were Paskin in yeshiva. That kedushin is not toivis by yivama. Rav Yochanan said to him, Rabbi, loy Mishnah seinu Isn't it a Mishnah? I think it's a Mishnah. It's not. The Mishnah says like this, okay? Very interesting Mishnah. We'll end with this Mishnah. The Mishnah is describing the premise. The premise of the Mishnah is called which means you cannot give over an act of acquisition to something that does not yet exist. I'll give you an example. If you say uh, before, the, before, the, you know, you, before the crops are, are grown, hey, uh, let's do a Kenyan. Right now, I am, uh, you are acquiring the crops of 2024. It doesn't work, because they don't exist right now. You can't give over in an act of acquisition something that does not yet exist. That's, it's But let's assume this mission is going with that approach that, Kiddush, that you cannot be kind as of something that does not yet exist. So here's a similar shaila: Can, you, can a, a guy who's in the process of conversion, right? Roberto, right? Someone who's in the process of converting, he's not Jewish yet, can he go over to a Jewish woman, hand her a ring, and say, Harei HaMekudosh Yisrael. Meaning, I'm going to convert in six months. I want this kedushin. I'm giving you the ring now. And I want it to take effect when I become Jewish. So he's trying to give over now something that does not yet exist. Because he's not yet a Jew. Right now he can't... It, is not typhus because he's a guy. He wants to say that it should be typhus when I'm a Jew. So the Mishnah says no good. It's If a Jew, non-Jewish man says... I want it to be again. Okay, Tukusha is not typist now because he's a guy. He says, "I'll give you the ring." I want it to be typist when I become a Jew. It doesn't work because you're being makned over Sheloil b'loilim. You're trying to give over something that does not yet it doesn't yet exist. Or laachas Or if you see the opposite, like she's not Jewish. He's Jewish. Again, he says, "I want it to be." Same thing. Laachas shetishacher. The non-Jewish slave. Same thing. Laachas shayomus Okay, it's a, it's a bit. Uh, <laughs> take some. Uh, take some. Uh, some yes. uh, you have guts to do that. You go over to a married woman, you give her a ring, and you say, "I want you to me when your husband's dead." <laughs> so again, Kedush is not it's now, and you say, "Listen, so hey, 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 listen, you're already planning ahead. So when your husband dies, I want the Kedushim to be It doesn't work. Or, or the, here's the last case. You go over to a woman waiting to do yibum, you give her the ring. So the Brayse says, kedushin is not typhus. Why? Because we've just got finished saying for Adaf that kedushin is not typhus. So you say, here, I know kedushin is not typhus now. I'm giving you the ring. When you do Chalitza, I want it to be Chal. The halach is no good. Why? Because if it's not Chal now, you can't be mocking it as something, something that doesn't exist. What do you see from this Brayse? You see from this Mishnah, kedushin is not typhus on, on a Yivama. That's the point of this Mishnah. You have relationships that kedusha is not Chal now, but it could be in the future. You can't do something now based on something in the future. You give her a ring and you say, listen, I understand you, you're waiting to do Yivam. Kedusha is not typist now. But I want it to be the kedusha will be typist after Chalitza. No good. What do you see? Well, I see, you see that kedusha is not typist on a Yivam. That's the point of this Mishnah. So he said, so Rav said to her, I "Oh, what you said is a Mishnah. Amarlai, so Rav responded. It's interesting back and forth. And if I didn't lift up that rock, would you have found that pearl? Meaning, you found that mission because I told you about the concept and it got your brain thinking. So we both we're both good. It's an interesting, like weird, like to look for praise type of thing. But okay, fine. The Gemara says, Rishlokish. Okay, so again, order of events. Ravyanay said this Shita, Ravychman said to Ravyanai, I think it's a Mishnah that condition is not taifus by Yavama. Rabyana says, oh good. It was like a I loosen the bottle is a group effort because I told you that sheeta, which made you think about it, she found it the Mishnah. Rishlakish is like, I don't think either of you are right. Amal um, R- R- Rishlakish, ilab de kalsach masisa is like, if your Rebbe who's a Yid had not complimented you, I would say I don't think you're right. I don't think this Mishnah is a proof that Kedushan is not typhus by Yavama. Maybe this Mishnah is just following Rav Akiva that Kedushan is not typhus by Chavi Meaning we're looking for the Shita that even if you hold normally Chavi Lavin, Kedushan is typhus, Yavama is different. As we've had for this previous Amid because it says siya bay, siya bay, bay that Yavama is the only time that we say Kedushan is not taifus by Chavi Lavan Even the Rabbanon who disagree with Rav Akiva that this Mishnah holds Kedushan is not taifus by Chavi Lavan so he says, oh, you see that Yavama, I meaning this Mishnah says, Kiddush is not taifist by Yavama. One way, one way to do this is is not typist. Oh, you see, I found it. So he's like, did you find it? Maybe this Mishnah is just following Rabbi Kiva. The Kiddush is not taifist in any Chai Avin. Not just Yavama. So it's not a good proof. So the Gemara answers, and I'll end with this. E, ki av Lo We'll see tomorrow where, but Rabbi Kiva Shita is you could be makna davar shalai balaylam you could be, give over a canyon on something that doesn't exist. So this Mishnah which says that you can't cannot be Rabbi Kiva, Because Rabbi Kiva holds that you could be makna davar shalai balaylam which means that this Mishnah which says that you can't, is obviously not Rabbi Kiva. If it's not Rabbi Kiva, why is Kiddushan haptavis by Yavama? It's not because kedushin haptavis by Yavama. It's because by Yavama and that follows the sheet of Rava that we said before, that uh, Yavama is the exception to the rule. All right, we'll stop here. Pleasure.